0: I think some people i mean i i do like buddhist approach to a lot of things right and some of it is you just let that stuff just go you don't look up to you just dive well hang on because this whole article is about it's look, gonna look, get it's into. About looking up oh Dang. damn it i just ruined the whole thing <laughs> again <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't uh, oh, that's all right that's perfect that, 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 that'll be the intro <laughs> real right there oh damn i just ruined the whole thing <laughs> Okay, I'm good with that. And uh first day, Thursday afternoon, we're going to be uh no, we, wait, it, we, we'll be, we won't get, be
0: there till Friday morning. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're probably so. going to you know, divide the drive one more time. Like stop in Georgia or, Okay. And you know, get up in the morning. We'll be diving Friday. Diving Friday. Friday morning kind of thing. So, yeah. so diving
1: Friday, diving, diving Saturday, Saturday, diving, diving Sunday, Sunday yeah. hitting the road back home.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking we're diving you know, the typical is Madison Blue on Madison the way out on, the door. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And then it's a, it's going to be a straight shot through. So it's going to be twelve hours to get to Cincy. Yeah, little yeah, twelve yeah, hours, okay. yeah, maybe eleven ish, whatever. But okay, cool. What are we doing first? Any idea? Made that plan yet? What dive? Which dives? No, we'll probably talk about it on the way down. I okay. mean, it'll probably be like a little river, or peacock. Actually, probably be like a peacock just to get warmed up. Yeah, peacock sounds perfect. And. Uh, we usually do, you know, it's just the milk runs, just because none of us are diving like we used to. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast. It's
0: like saying-
1: We're going cave diving.
0: Jessica Simpson isn't the blonde Kardashian or something like that. They're kind of the same. Known for porn? Accidental porn? No, you're porn. thinking of uh, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Big They're difference. similar. Yeah. Yeah, huge. Do <laughs> You see, Kim Kardashian's getting a law degree. I don't know why that <laughs> flashed up on my news front, because like, I am not into Kim Kardashian. I don't watch any of that. If she hadn't made a, uh X-rated movie, I wouldn't know who she was. Right. Because I only know girls in X-rated movies. <laughs> 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 that sounds weird. Right. Alphab- no, anyway, I only remember back when she was
1: your top ten porn stars <laughs> alphabetically.
0: <laughs> Jessica Simpson. No, yeah, Jessica Simpson's not a. She's a reality TV star. She's not. She's probably gonna sue the Great Dive Podcast for defamation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jessica, Jessica Simpson. We well, um, no. as we are here in our in the middle of our National Cave Diving Month. And ourselves getting ready to to just get the hell out of this freezing temperatures up here in Michigan and take a quick weekend getaway down to northern Florida, get a couple of fun cave dives in ourselves. Go see some rocks. Go see some rocks. We from time to time have this conversation with a couple of our local friends and fellow instructors who are not cave certified. And yet know everything about cave diving. (laughs) Well, they, they know all the myths and the misconceptions well, sure. and the fears. And they're all true. And they, uh, they sell themselves psychologically that cave diving is not for them. Well, it may not be.
0: I mean, if you're claustrophobic, if you don't like being in small places, I would say cave diving is not for you. If that's like your thing that's keeping you from cave diving, don't, don't go cave diving. Find another way to overcome that fear. Go see a psychiatrist or a psychologist. You Talk know, it out. A, work you know, your way I'm into saying. small boxes, but don't do it underwater, I would say. That would be well, the I, healthy well, advice. I agree with you there. Okay, I agree. With I hope you, there.
1: you do. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. That's like the the person that's that says, I don't know how to swim. I'm, I'm afraid of the ocean. Right. I'm afraid of the water. I'm thinking about taking a scuba class to help me right. get over that fear. I've had Probably a lot of those. A, Yes, yeah. I know. I, me too. Over the years, not a good idea. I had a That's near drowning <laughs> <laughs> because I, 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 told you about You're the one
0: good. girl, and she wasn't a girl. She was, you know, 30 years old, and she just could not get get it. She panicked, you know, in four feet of water, and so I took her aside, and I'm, I'm like, hey, boy, we're going to have to go over this slower, you know. But I think you can get it, you know. But you just seem really tense, you know. And I, well. I was, she starts telling me the story. She had a near drowning when she was a teenager. You know, I had to be CPR'd and everything. I'm like, oh. so you really are are afraid here? She said, "Oh, I haven't been in water in years, and I, I'm trying to overcome my fear." I'm like.
1: I don't know. You kind of got to know that as the instructor. My uh, my PhD that. in psychology. You need to hear that, to hear that full story <laughs> exactly. right from the beginning so you know what you're going into. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not saying it's impossible. No, no. And that's what, probably, I did not say that to her. You're probably yeah. going to approach the game a little bit different. Well,
0: yeah. Well, that was like maybe you want to take a baby step to this. Maybe a swimming lesson. Maybe, a you know, sit in your bathtub for a couple months. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is, but that's not really my job. My job was to teach you scuba diving, and you know a lot of my energy was going to one student. And again, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it makes it tough.
1: If you have a panic attack, if you have a panic attack, sitting in a hot tub with a <laughs> with a glass <laughs> with of a wine
0: cocktail, <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: scuba diving, you might not be ready for it yet. Yeah, much less someone who's
0: not comfortable in small places going underwater in small places that I would say maybe, maybe you don't go into cave. Diving. Yeah. But so, but, but,
1: but at the same time, I think there's a lot of people that have these imagined psychological fears. Well, especially aren't, around aren't here. most fears imagined? Well, no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, but they get that put in like cave diving, something that I would never be able to do. Right. Because they've heard the horror stories. Probably from somebody who heard them already, second, yeah. third, fourth, fifth hand. I'd agree, and uh, are, are telling them as if they're speaking from experience. So they've created this monster in their head that really doesn't exist. And had they, and they might actually be really good divers. Doubtful. <laughs> no, <laughs> kidding. Well, so so what I mean is, yeah. right. There's there's divers out there that are probably good enough divers that. If they went down and saw what a cavern really was and saw how big some cave actually is, they'd be a little surprised to think that it's, it's not what they had imagined. True. Right? I
0: would agree. I would agree. You're correct there. Yeah. It would be uh, a different experience than when the one they built up in their head. From the stories and the nonsense, you know, I shouldn't say nonsense, but it's not entirely accurate. It can't be conveyed via words, anyway. So it really
1: can't. It's something that you need to live and experience yourself to really be able to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'm with him. So I mean, and what is And there's a lot of there's a lot of cave divers right now. I would bet that would tell you in conversation in casual conversation, that at one point they said to themselves, I'd never be a cave diver.
0: I'd agree, and and, and they are now. And they are now, yeah, that's that, what I mean. Right, and that goes to, well, why did you get into cave diving? I was just going to ask you, Jamesy, what was your impetus in cave diving? I know I know, you, you had spoken to me, but I think there was probably more to it than well, just... Well, uh, again,
1: I think I've mentioned it yeah. up here before, is it was for wreck diving up here, and the, right. the, the wreck exposure... Class that I had here, I I felt was basically a, a mini a, cave. A, well, no, the one I had up here was basically oh. <laughs> like like a death. sentence like exactly. if I if I do this yeah. on my own, yeah, and and try to take this knowledge from this wreck diving class, wreck diver class that I took, mm-hmm. I don't and and really penetrate a shipwreck. I'm that's like Russian roulette. So I wanted yeah. to. Some real training with a running line and in, in an mm-hmm. overhead, and that, that was my, I think, impetus for cave. And then when I got down there, I was like, "This is cool as hell."
0: Yeah, you, you do get sucked into the uh, the whole feel of it. I guess I don't. I don't know when you're diving in cave. It's I don't know. It, a, there, it's challenging, but B, it's also very relaxing. And um, it it is very. Yeah, put your um, senses on their height. I guess I don't know what the word. I don't know how to describe it, and that's why probably a shitty podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have words well, to describe the experience of. You no, know, what's interesting. I, is but, I was,
1: this guy's name just came up the other day at the shop somehow. Carl Shreve's. <laughs> no, that was last. Robert week. Rossier. But Rossier. I remember, remember the story of this this old diver years ago at the shop. This would have been in the like nineties. Yeah who came in, and at the time, he was an old guy. In the 90s, he was an old guy. Yeah, he's probably like 50. <laughs> 55 or so?
0: <laughs> what the hell is he even getting in the water for?
1: No, no, no. He was, uh, he, he was in his... Uh, did he have a defibrillator <laughs> on?
0: Did, he, no, he did they let guy. him out of his home? What? He was
1: an old-time diver who was diving with his other old-time diver. And I, re- I remember the story, like, hitting me at the time because... the The one old guy had just got a new computer. Mm -hmm. Dive computer. Dive computer. And the other old guy, they were on on a dive together, and all this marine life was going by. Beautiful sight, and he looks over to his buddy, and he's just staring at his computer, missing the whole show going Mm -hmm. on around. I was hearkened back to that memory. Yeah. I was having a different conversation about what you were just saying, about how on one end, your senses are heightened, Mm -hmm. and on the other end, you're so relaxed, yeah. And I think there's a dichotomy in scuba diving of people that are so technically focused on just the gauge. And that was the guy's point. He's like, Carl, you're missing all the, the coral. You're missing all the life. You're just looking at your damn computer. He and was Carl's hit. like, You're missing,
0: missing this computer, this computer. Bob.
1: And he's yelling at this him. This computer's the awesome. <laughs> and he's like, I need to know my information. You know, so, so you got one guy so focused yeah. on the data. Missing the whole beautiful show, you've got one guy on the other hand though who's so lost in the environment around him. The that experience he's not, yeah. that he's not paying full attention to all the numbers, or maybe and, and, he is. And you, and you need that balance well, in there, right? And I think becoming a cave diver has definitely elevated me over the years. In that of yes, you are on ultra high awareness. You do, like I, I find myself, I don't ever have that let go and just forget about everything and enjoy the sight. And just swim. And yeah. just <laughs> swim, right? You <laughs> yeah. always have to be
0: on awareness. your Awareness. Your awareness is peaked. Your yeah. situational awareness. In the and that environment of the kind of environment forces, awareness. forces yeah. you to. Mm-hmm.
1: And I've taken that now and since to really to all of my diving.
0: Well, that's the beauty of it. And that's why I originally took cave diving as well, was refinement of technique, uh, situational awareness, elevation, you know. Uh, again, it, back in when I took it, which was in the early 90s, the whole thing about it, there were there were several people doing it, but the whole thing about it was you I don't live down in Florida. How often am I going to get cave diving? But I live up here in the Great Lakes. There's shipwrecks to be seen and, and dived, and it would help with my wreck diving. It would help with me teaching my students I, the ability. You know, anything that hones your skill can be... Given to your students, right? Yeah, that kind absolutely. Of thing. That, and that was my whole point and purpose of it. But uh, just like you, I think once you get into it, you're you're like, this is amazing. This is a a whole different game and fun. The whole community there, they, you know, there's a whole aura about it. Yeah, uh, the community down there, the type of diving, the environment, the area, the restaurants. The, you know, the post diving social area uh, aspect of it is different than up here in wreck diving area you know the wreck diving arena which is also different than the one down in grand cayman post reef dive
1: no doubt about it it does have a its own unique community for sure right oh yeah oh yeah
0: (laughs) oh yeah because cave divers are typically highly intelligent uh quirky (laughs) yeah yeah right but quirky in good ways
1: you're quirky. I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. We're quirky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so in the National Association for Cave Diving Journal, the NACD Journal from 2011, there was an interesting article about looking up an intro cave diver's perspective by a Ricky Dum. After reading Francisco Amati's article in the first quarter NACD journal entitled, So You Want to Be a Cave Diver? I thought about the experiences that led me to my first step in cave diving. I remember a day in my diving past when I said, there is no way you're getting me into a cave. Then I took cavern and decided that was enough for me. So for two years, I practiced all my skills and said, hey, why not take a cave course? I have an instructor that does not pull punches, and he is every bit concerned about my training and safety. I cannot stress that enough. So, off I go to sign up for an intro class. After all, I have been training consistently in the overhead environment, so this should be no big deal, right? I learned very quickly that cave diving has its own set of unique rules, which must be followed, or you can die. (laughs) Bum, bum, (laughs) bum!
0: Well, you can die if you don't you know, follow the rules of crossing the street. You can die if you die. don't follow the rules of eating.
1: You can die uh, if Meeting, you don't follow the rules chill. of your open water class. Well, hell
0: yeah. You can die yeah pretty easily
1: if you don't follow well, a couple of basic rules. Well, yeah, and when you look at a lot of those statistics, the spike of diver fatality is that early mm-hmm. stage, right? Because you... You think you're wonderful but you really yeah. you're be, a beginner but you've you have
0: confidence that's not built in any real skill or knowledge. You think you've got it. Right. Because you got the handshake and the diploma. And and after and a few never, dives you're really comfortable cuz nothing happened. Yes. You lived.
1: And it, because they and they in those early classes it's taboo to use the word die. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. Yet when you do a Class that's in cavern intro to cave those level classes oh they use it they use it a lot lot, right yes like it's a real class that's how
0: that's why I always say it's a real class you know it's like when you've taken all your specialty courses and you're thinking oh I'm moving up in the diving chain right I'm moving up in the ranks or whatever you want to call it you think you're gaining some skills and whatnot albeit you are gaining a little bit more experience and you are gaining maybe some good tips and tricks kind of thing but at the end of the day with those classes you haven't really I, I hate to say it like this but most of the people haven't really gained any awareness they haven't gained the thing the uh, essential elements that separate a cave diver from a recreational diver not that you, well, everybody has to be a cave well, diver you're, that's but because you're not these gonna, essential elements I'm talking of
1: because you're not going to get that in your search and recovery specialty peak buoyancy doesn't give you that <laughs> Come on, man. If you can Buddha hover. You're not going to get that in your boat diver specialty. It's just not going to happen. Interesting. Because... Let me me explain (laughs) this to you.
0: (laughs) My boat diver
1: specialty told me I should sit over here, put my fins under my seat. It's because the, the, the focus of those classes is the getting you to the end. So that you can take the next one. Yeah. The focus is right, – I think
0: the focus is taking the money out of your wallet and giving you a silly card so you well, keep diving.
1: It, it kind of is. It, it's, it's, a, like a, it's a celebration yeah. that you're taking classes. Well, it's, it's a celebration badge. that you're continuing on. And, and yes, you know, for a lot of people, they should be rewarded for that. But this is a different – No, they shouldn't. <laughs> it, it, we're getting into the whole,
0: if you know, you, I, I, giving I, I, meaning, meaningless applaud, applause for not really
1: doing anything. As long as you remind them at the end that they're that not you didn't really, really do anything. <laughs> I don't see there's any. I don't see okay. there being anything I wrong getcha. with that. Right? I, right. I get I, I feels right. you. I feel you. My point is like where I was is I got that handshake, yeah. that pat on the back, the wreck diver card, go wreck diving, right? And for me it was – I'm going wreck diving. But then you said, I kill can't I'm go wreck I'm diving. Kill myself.
0: <laughs> i myself. At least you had the awareness and wherewithal to say, this class did not really give me the essential tools to safely pursue wreck diving. It didn't. It just didn't. I mean, at least into, to the degree you wanted to pursue right, right.
1: wreck diving. Well, th- that was it. it. That was a big light bulb for me. Yeah. Like, I realized, like, coming out. Was it like H.I.D.? <laughs> it was a strobe It was HID it was strobe. One of those big yellow bulbs in yeah. the shape of an arrow, pointing back, flashing, going. I was trying to like throw a little yellow. cave
0: diving uh, analogy humor in there, and you're going shit. Sorry. HID, isn't that like, isn't cave diving the first time you wore a real light, probably? I mean, if you were tech diving before that, you may have, but for the most part, most people coming into cave and cavern diving is the first time they say, get rid of your pistol grip pelican. That has no business right. down here for, in a cave. It's time for- You're going to get a, a real light. You need a real light, yeah. An HID with a canister, bam. And that, you know, that was when HIDs came out. And before that was a halogen with a giganto canister. Right. That's when I learned. And I still have several of those. And I like to pull them out just for fun. It's like that old guy in the Model T driving down the freeway at 45 <laughs> miles an hour. You're like, get the fuck off the road. <laughs> but well, that's uh, that's my big canister on my side <laughs> with the halogen, a 100-watt halogen ball Well that has 45 minutes of burn time with that car battery on my side. Where I
1: was going was I, I distinctly remember saying to myself, if something went wrong while we were in the belly of, of that place. freighter. Mm-hmm. The USS Beast. Like, uh, I, I would. I don't I have no idea what to do. Well, to, wouldn't uh, your instructor I, say take your done. gear off? Because <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> I know your instructor. He'd say take your gear off and swim around a bit. Because <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> that gear's hampering you. First, pee
1: your wetsuit. <laughs> 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 but um, it, and it's like uh, like the night diver specialty. Sure you. You shut your light off, switch, you know, t- turn your backup light on, but there is a big difference than that than what cave diving does with light lose failure, light. right? Yeah, so you light. you come out in a completely at a completely different level, right?
0: Yeah, because cave diving, you learn your five essential rules, and one of them is you've got to have a primary, two backup. And, and, and nowadays it's that's... primary
1: to backup video lights, camera strobes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, slave, exactly. slaves, uh, yeah. background lighting. So Ricky says, I've noticed since getting my first certification in cave diving that many people take a standoff approach to intro divers. And many times I've seen threads on forums that shunned intro divers. I shunned thee. Since I am able to spend many weekends in the caverns and caves, I have seen rules broken from all levels of cavern and cave divers. And I often talked with my instructor to give him a recap of my dives and what I observed. I must say that I have become very passionate about cave diving, and I take it very seriously.
0: There's a lot of people, you know, a lot of cave divers that get that way. Diving attracts that, you know, they take things seriously that they get into. At least the new divers listen to this. Don't put any credibility into the forums or very little, you know. Use it for what it's there for. But you you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know that you're getting bad advice or advice from an idiot or, which I guess is the same. You can't get good advice from an idiot. Boy,
1: boy, it's such a slippery slope. You say they're like, take it for what it is because I want to say it's entertainment. (laughs) There, grab your you popcorn. Need to, you, you need to clarify what the it is, and, and yeah. it's, it's not education. Yeah, like our show isn't education, it's entertainment. Yes, don't use our show for education. And like, we, I
0: think, we, we say go we, find out yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't take my word for it. Right, right. If you're an idiot, sure, <laughs> don't take my word, now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I can remember my first cave dive going in through the ear at Jenny Springs, Ricky says. What a mess I made of running the reel. Remember, I had practiced time and time again running reels. So this should have been an easy task. The bad thing was I hadn't even got into the cave yet. After that, (laughs) things went fairly well until I was making my exit with my team and I saw my reel. It must be my reel because it was the same color and type. Oops, it was not my reel and I was following it. Thank goodness I had a dive buddy who observed this faux pas and corrected me. I was mad at myself for dreading the words from my instructor when I reached the surface. I can hear him now. So, on our exit, I think you get the picture. And it was not a very pretty one. Well, you're getting some actual
0: criticism, which is how you learn. So Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, It's one of the classes you actually get your money's worth. Again, I, I go back to... Teaching people and they don 't oh, want the truth they don 't want real criticism, how many
1: times have you heard people that took an advanced class and they say they right out of their own yeah. mouth they say i don 't feel advanced well no oh, shit well you 're not really <laughs> <laughs> you 've got nine dives
0: you 're advanced in the sense of you've at least you realize that, so you 're advanced in the sense that you recognize that you got you kind of got ripped off a little, and that you 're not where you think you are, and hopefully. I guess a good advanced class will teach you, like, "Hey, you got a lot to learn." If it gives you that awareness, to me, that was that's worth some money. That's worth something, you know. Even right. if it, you yeah, didn't yeah. learn much well, technique you... or anything, you got a little experience doing a couple different things. Hopefully, with some good tips or instruction on how to do it a little better. But you're not going to learn anything in five dives.
1: And you're certainly not going to go from being a novice to being an advanced, <laughs> advanced diver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real bad misnomer. Yes, definitely. But It's like master scuba a, diver. If you take a cave class, but yeah. you're going to, at the end of that, right. you're going to feel like a cave diver. Mm-hmm.
0: If you pass, yeah, that, that's if what you pass I mean. the yeah. class and you get the kudos and the handshake, if the instructor, this is a class where when the instructor shakes your hand. He means it. You did it. You done did it. You did good and you, and you made it through. So, that is a class where you actually have something in your little toolkit you gained.
1: That weekend, after our classes, I went home and immediately uniquely marked my reels so that mistake would not be made again. In the ensuing class dives, there were other mistakes. But as my instructor drilled into us, this is the time and place to make those mistakes. In retrospect, because of how my instructor counseled me on my errors during class and during my mentoring sessions, those lessons have stuck with me. Well it usually does. A handshake
0: underwater going, Yeah, and a pumping of the fist. If if you do that with everybody, no matter how bad they do or how good they do, it really demeans anything you do, doesn't it? Yeah, it no it doubt takes away any,
1: any value. Like I get it, like taking a taking a student and the positive approach of letting them know that they can do anything and they're doing great. But at the same time, you need to take somebody who thinks they're doing great and whack them into reality a little bit. Like that's really how you learn something. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing to go in. And in this example, he just mentioned about running the reel and it being a mess, right? But you got the reel in there and here's your handshake and you move on to the next level versus coming out saying, what a nightmare on the reel right and then exploring why that was well i was rushed going in and uh, i was struggling to find a hold because i, I didn't right. look for a hold until i got right there i wasn't you seeing the the the, mm-hmm. the approach as i came down right yeah yeah and then on that next dive you're thinking about that ahead of time so you're forcing yourself to get better and better and better well, versus if you think you've done everything perfect every single time how do you grow
0: you, you don't. And that's also goes to this, you know, my own, you know, semi recent experience with uh, someone I would say, Oh, it's a friend asked me my opinion on something thought he was doing well, I think. And I said, No, you know, the best gift I can give anyone is the truth. Isn't it? I mean, he's not paying me. He's not even right. paying me. I have no horse in this oh, race. Right, right. You ask me something. Did you want me to say you're awesome? To be honest, in my mind, and in my opinion, it was a high honor or a praise of saying, like, listen, you need to work on this, this, and this. You're not getting this part. You know, I would, I just spelled it out. I just laid it right out there. I didn't sugarcoat it, which may be my bad, whatever. But if you can't handle that, I'm sorry, but you're in for a world of hurt if you this person wants to go into tech diving. The world of tech diving isn't, you know... At least my world of tech diving that I've been through, which thankfully was not any kumbaya. There was no kumbaya going on. It was the opposite <laughs> yeah, yeah. of kumbaya, which I thank my instructors for. That's one of the things I'd say thank you, know, this person gave me a great gift of honesty and, and real criticism, which allowed me to grow.
1: Anyway, uh, yeah, and it, that's it, cave diving. It, it, well, yeah, and, and constructive criticism should do that.
0: Yeah, and even, I mean, the, the thing is you're, you're on this fine line in the politically correct world today. Oh, like no doubt about it. What's constructive criticism? Well, in many people's minds, it means you're really, really, oh, you're awesome, but work on this versus I don't need the awesomeness part. I don't need to know that I'm an awesome person. It has nothing yeah, to do you with can, this. You can, you can just say.
1: Let's get past the bullshit. Your let's fucking get
0: knees let's are dropping. You. You're not paying attention to anything. You're in your own world. Open up. Open up your brain.
1: Yeah. There. Anyway. Anyway. And at the same time, I mean, a, a student that's growing and learning, no matter how bad they think they're doing at something, you, you as the instructor need to find the, the good that they need to continue. But you... Well, that's part of yeah.
0: That's part of teaching as well in the sense of you have to tell them what they're doing right because it's it's like a blank slate right there. They're doing a lot of things. And if you just told them the things they're doing wrong... Yeah, they, they would think the stuff you didn't mention was wrong as well.
1: Correct. And that's what I mean. For, yeah, for a lot of the new people, I, s- I don't want you to think that this type of training is just about criticism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck, it. it's boot camp, uh, but worse. No, it's not, it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> no. It's, not a, at all. it's a beautiful, healthy balance of, yeah. of really the focus being to make you a better diver all around. Since my intro certification, I have had the privilege to dive with many full cave divers and several mentoring dives from my instructor and other instructors. I cannot stress the importance of mentoring enough. I have never been in a hurry to achieve certifications in diving, nor do I collect certifications. I take the classes that I need to make me a better diver. Whenever I dive with a full cave diver, I always tell myself, I want to be as good as they are. I ask questions observe gear configurations, and I do believe in constructive criticism. I also understand how hard it must be for a full cave diver to dive at the intro level. But trust me, it does not go unappreciated. I can honestly say I would not be the diver I am today if it was not for the patience of full cave divers that I dive with. And I remember when I first got Mm -hmm. certified diving with you and your crew, that's what friends and mentor divers do like you guys did, is you scaled your game back to to help oh, yeah. carry me through. Yeah,
0: we gave you a little... Well, it, I remember that. I was just looking at a picture of that where you, uh, you were in your Cave 1 there yeah. back in the day. And we happened to be down there diving too. So, yeah, it was nice. Well, I, to me, that's the fun part. That's the awesome part is your buddies get into it, your friends get into it, and now you've got this other... You know, one more type of diving you can do together and you grow. You both grow with it and and eventually everybody's up on the same page. You know, it's not like you're an apprentice or whatever, an intro cave diver forever by any means. Everybody gets up to that same page and uh, and it's a lot of fun. That's the whole point of it, you know, sharing the experience. I'm trying to think of my uh, – I kind of learned with a all altogether – Just stayed, kind of stayed, and I've uh, dope I remember when we, uh, so
1: when we first finished, and we got to do you know a couple of those dives right after, yeah. And then we ran a you know a couple of trips over the the years afterwards. You know, definitely being being the new guy, and I still you know feel like the new Mm -hmm. guy. I'm I'm just kind of getting into my groove still today. But you've got that you know looking up to the pros kind of a thing. Oh yeah, you know that people that do it on every level. Oh
0: yeah. I'd agree with you a thousand percent. You're
1: correct. It's uh, because no matter how good, no matter how good I get, or more importantly, somebody with lesser certification and experience than me thinks I get. Mm-hmm. In my mind, there's still always going to be somebody so much better. Well, yeah, and with so much more experience. That's and with everything. Those, those people that I look up to are probably thinking the same thing. I don't know. So I you know the person off. you look up to.
0: <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs>
1: Shout out. <laughs> True. True story. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, so when you know, the, the little guys, we'll call them, you know, just the open water divers, look, look, look up to hey the cave diver. Yeah. Right? Those cave divers are looking up to somebody too. Well, of course. And those guys are looking up to somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, I think- And, we're, I, all in, and yeah. we're all in it together. It has been over a year since my intro class, and I am now beginning my apprentice Not because of pressure or the need to go farther into caves. Within that time, I've made many cave dives at the intro level and practice skills on every dive. Practice, practice, and then more practice is what I believe makes me prepared. Now, I feel I am finally ready to make the next step in my cave training.
0: Yeah, so the levels you're talking about, and not everybody does, you know, like separates, but you may be... Better off doing that, where you separate your different levels by time and experience. Well, yeah, I don't I think, think that I don't, helps like, a
1: lot. I don't know that most people are open water divers. They drive down to Florida and become, and then <laughs> they're fully full well,
0: cave divers. There is some people that want to do that, and some people have attempted to do that. And I think, I mean, there are divers that to you know, there are filmmakers, for example, that wanted to do a film about cave diving. Or deep trimix diving, right? And they were just well. I got certified.
1: I've got my advance card, right?
0: So then they go and say, "Well, I'm just going to go take a certification class." And because they're making a big time film, the instructors certify them, and and that's ended in death. You know, sure, sure. These I things have you. happened. So uh, I'm just showing you one end of the spectrum. The nor the norm. Yes, I you would are right. Say, you are right. Yeah. Then you are correct. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Uh, The other end, and probably the more practical and beneficial way to approach it, is you do it in levels, like the intro. You do an intro to cave diving, which introduces you, especially if you're coming from open water diver, it introduces you to the equipment and the environment and some of the techniques. And it keeps you at a level – like your penetration into the cave is – Is restricted. Very restricted. Yeah. And it teaches your you probably – right. The time that you can spend in there is restricted. Right. The the margin for error is greater. That's the biggest thing is your gas margin is greater, your time margin. You're, uh, if you get – you're not going to get too far into the cave and get lost kind of thing. It's purposely restrict restricting – to allow you to learn one of the crucial aspects of cave diving or the, or the hardest is, you know, it's like takeoff and landing.
1: Yeah, Going in yeah. and
0: coming out of the cave is no doubt about it. Uh, the more difficult that's part of the, the cave is. dive, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where all the work is. Running that line, trying to figure out what's a good run on that line, where to put it, um, how to place it, how to do it without losing control of the line. You know, because a lot of times the environment is has a lot of flow. There's a, a current pushing against you. So you need to learn technique. Really good buoyancy control and trim, and, a, and an excellent propulsion technique, and be able to run a line at the same time, and be aware of your surroundings and your partners,
1: your team. Right, right. That lot going on. I mean, once once you're five hundred feet into a cave, it's just just cruising, taking a baby. easy yeah. little frog kick yeah. cruising, and that's easy. The flow dies down that's a little not, bit. Right. Yeah. That's not. I wouldn't say that is cave diving.
0: It is cave diving in the sense of this is the beauty of it. You're, yeah, yeah.
1: You're, you've, That's because you put all the work right. in. Right. And then it's the practice, the practice, the practice that he just mentions, the running the line. That's what they're talking about with those different levels is you need to get really, really good at that so that you can be right. 500 plus feet back just cruising and enjoying the cave.
0: Yeah, you didn't spend all your gas trying to get into the cave, which you right. see in beginning classes, right? Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely.
0: You're like, oh and that's
1: what... crap!
0: That took that took you 22 minutes to get into this cave, right? But the, you should so... be in in like three.
1: But we see it. I mean, we see it in open water. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I, uh, I think the the, the point he uh, brings up here, in addition to what you're talking about with just getting the 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 director getting the certification so that he can get mm-hmm. a thousand feet back right to where the T is mm-hmm. in the cave that guy has never taken the time to really get good at the difficult parts right the beginning because he just wants yeah. to get to the end of the cave mm-hmm. so he can take the pictures and mm-hmm. get the glory yeah and that's where long term the problems come oh that's yeah. why there's the the, um, You're putting the emphasis
0: well, on the goal versus the the journey. You know, the destination versus the journey. The journey of cave diving and learning to cave dive is is that building of skill and experience and awareness and and that kind of thing. That's the journey. The,
1: the yeah, no, yeah, beautifully said. Right. Yeah. So so many people look at their cave class as I got to get this through camp. all this mm-hmm. all this training, all this work. Mm-hmm so that I can start having fun and enjoy no. cave diving. <laughs> no, like yeah, for me like that training that is the fun. That's it, right? man. That, yeah.
0: That journey, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not the card. The card isn't doesn't make you a cave diver. The the tech the ability to do it well is what makes you a cave, di-
1: cave diver. Um, in my opinion, right? No <laughs> doubt about it because if if we all went down to do a cave dive with some very experienced, well renowned yeah. cave divers. Do they make us look like more? Despite yeah. what I have, what, <laughs> exactly. despite what card I show yeah. to get into to do the dive, yeah. right? If you don't look like a full cave diver no. to that guy, he's not going to give you the cave the diver accolade. respect. He's not going to give you the respect. You know, it's you like motorcycle guy. riders, so they wave out. at each other <laughs> on the road.
0: That's kind of the same thing. Well, he's not going to wave at you. He's going to be like, get off your fucking Honda, bitch. Uh, I'm not waving at you. Kid, we you might as well be on a bicycle with your little helmet, right? And your tassels, your big wheel, and your your little <laughs> ring, ring bell, <laughs> and ring your your card, your playing card, you know, clothesline clipped onto the frame for the wheel, the spokes. Uh, I'm spending way too much time yeah. describing this, but so you have these different levels, and not everyone takes it all at once. I mean, you can. It's not. That's probably for someone who's been diving a while has. Maybe tech diving under the belt, going from zero to hero, and it's an intense course. It's a beat you beat the shit out of your course, and it's tiring. Uh, a more recommended way is you you do that in stages. You do your intro, right, and they, that teaches you the beginning. Like we said, the introduces you to the equipment, the environment, and some of the techniques. Running lines, being aware of where you're running well, yeah, lines, that kind that, of thing. At
1: that early what he's saying here, intro level or that beginning mm-hmm. one level, 80% of the of the time in the water is not difficult. It's the, the fluff of the dive, right? Yeah. Right? It's the the work that's going to actually make you a better diver and better prepared for the bigger dives is the part right at the very beginning. Yeah. And the part right at the very end. very end, end right.
0: Takeoff and landing is the hardest yeah. part. And then you got the apprentice, the next level, which... Takes you a little bit further into the cave. Starts to introduce you to gas management, a little more critical gas management.
1: Um, yeah, where you don't have the huge safety bumper. Now right. you actually have to utilize the gas management. Yeah, critically. Because yeah. it's a realistic yeah. number now.
0: Right. And then other failures. You know, you, you get more, more light failures, lost buddies, all that kind of stuff. You learn about that. Not that I think it was introduced to you in your intro, but this is taking it to a little bit different of a level, I guess you'd call it. The ability to get lost in a cave is much more present now. So you, you get into that. And then, of course, full cave where you're doing stage bottles and deco bottles and dropping bottles and things like that. And doing tea, or not teas, but jumps and circuits and different cave diving uh, techniques to, to see more of the cave. Right, how to run lines, and and you learn all of those though in the cave diving class teaches you about the formation of caves, the environment of the cave, and the ecology of the cave, how it how it was formed. So that's all good in the sense of it allows you to understand how a cave works, kind of thing. What what made it, and that may help you one day and yeah. finding your way out of it. So, so that's kind of the the structure of cave the ta- cave diving education.
1: Full cave divers. Please understand, when I titled this article, Looking Up, it is meant that as an intro diver, I look up to you. It's not an esteemed thing, but I look to you for advice and critiquing. Every cave diver starts at this level, and hopefully they had a mentor somewhere along the way that helped them become the divers they are today. So for that, I want to personally thank the divers who have taken the time to dive with us and teach us the right way to cave dive. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and I, I would... I, I would say thank you to you and everybody else that helped mentor me along the way as well well you are welcome (laughs) (laughs) in closing if you decide not to run a continuous guideline to open water discuss how you make visual jumps you do not take the time to plan your dive practice skills or perform your estral prior to your dive there may be an intro diver watching you and thinking if they don't do it not, Why do I need to? Yeah.
0: Well it's just like having kids, man. Yeah, right. You gotta it's one thing to talk, it's another thing how you behave. And the behavior is has a much greater impact on their behavior than the babbling coming out of your mouth. So you gotta walk walk it like you talk it kind of thing. And that's
1: cave diving. And you learn that in cave diving, no yeah. doubt about it. Right. So so many open water divers, it's the complete opposite. Well right? yeah. Because there's an ego present that walking to the water with the attitude of I'm awesome and perfect and I don't make mistakes that's how I got to be this awesome isn't that is is pretty why are you, <laughs> why are you talking about that <laughs> right yeah. it's pretty it's yeah. pretty common with that like machoy mm-hmm. scuba diver an instructor it,
0: that says do as i say not as not i do Not as i
1: do yeah. right you don't get that in the cave community
0: no they're pretty good about that for the most part i mean there are a lot of you know there visual
1: are, jumper people there are and people, all that stuff Yes, it, it exists but it's the exception right the it's not the
0: norm exactly and and you as a diver you've got to pick the people you look up to anyway you've got to pick the people you want to emulate and and you got to draw those lines you know like i am not going to do a visual jump
1: right i'm, you, you I'm gonna a, or I'm things gonna, like I'm that gonna, i'm, I'm gonna that run the, the example reel. yeah run but the reel i'm but gonna but run, run a silly line yeah. for one foot yes but you do that for a reason but it's all those little rules that you learn that you have for a very specific reason. Mainly, when it all goes to shit and you got to get out, that's why we did this. Yeah. Right? That attitude moving over to the open water diver. Yeah. Having that mentor to look up to. Yeah. To keep reinforcing good diving habits rather than blowing them off.
0: It's, yeah. It's, uh, that's a thing that, is it's probably that, missing a little bit Yeah, to it's, it's to something some that the, the dive professionals out yeah. there
1: need to remember is there's somebody new mm-hmm. who's looking up to you.
0: Very good. Good takeaway from this story, Jamesy.
1: Sometimes I don't know where James <laughs> is going
0: with this, some of his stories. Sometimes I'm just thinking they're entertainment, but uh, almost always he has an elevated message for the uh, listeners.
1: It's pretty lofty. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Nice job. Hey, guys. Who do you look up to? Can't just be old brando
0: <laughs> i'm I'm not that tall first of all, I'm an average height guy, so
1: if you're looking up to me you and those of you who are veteran divers, leadership level divers, remember you got those little guys looking up to you keep doing yeah. keep keep putting in that extra work with those good habits, don't get lazy out there,
0: yeah, it helps build a strong community and i you know I think it helps keep people diving. they don't do stupid shit. Maybe they enjoy their dives better, or more. I don't know.
1: I'm reaching. All right, everybody. Hey, uh, we'll see you next week for some more exciting underwater stories and adventure. Does this wrap up cave diving month no. for us? No. We got one yeah, more. Two. Oh, we yeah, two, two more. more. Wow, more. Well, more cave diving this is fun.
0: Two. This is my favorite month, I think. We'll our wait, our
1: t- wait till you uh, see where we go. Broadcasting year. Oh, wait till you see where we go next Here week. Here we go. See, this is what I, see.
0: the Great Dive podcast is like a podcast for me as well because I get surprised. It's all creation old Jamesy. So awesome, awesome, awesome.
1: All right, everybody. We'll see you next
0: week. Safe, Dad.
1: Here we so, go. So she's got this
0: artificial. Let's make up
1: fake names. <laughs> like I I believe. Kathy,
0: who spoke with another instructor, we'll call him Christos. He says those techies are bad, bad, bad. news, He's man. Bad man. Cave diving. You don't want to do that.